Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, along with CJ in the studio. And then we have the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. Barry the Boater. Sir. Bugger. Uh, Bubble Boy. We got Captain Martini and his special guest, Taylor. At the Gomez Hilton, uh, Jerry the Diver Guy, and uh, last but not least right now is Eric Douglas, author extraordinaire. Him and CJ work together on a new audio book of, of Eric's first written novel, Cayman Cowboys, and it is out and available now through Amazon, Audible, or best place to start is just go to booksbyeric.com. All the links are right there, right, Eric? That's where yes, they, they can are. go. Yeah. And you could order, if you want to just go for the old regular uh, book and do some read, reading. You could do that too. It's ebook and it's in soft cover, right? But uh, but he has a whole bunch of them. Tell you what, anyway. let's give away another promo code that gets you a free download to the audiobook. Okay, we're going to do this on Facebook or email let's do it on or what? the Facebook, uh, the Scoob Radio Facebook feed. You know what? Uh, I, let's take it one step further because I know there's a lot of people. We've been doing it on the live feed. Uh, people are running around. This weekend, because of the holiday, celebrating Thanksgiving accordingly. They might be out diving. That's where the Aqua Gypsy is right now. So, I'll tell you what. You email us, info at scuparadio.com. Okay. And whether you're listening to the live show or sometime during the week, email us your name, address, phone number, and we will uh, pick somebody at random and give them a free audio book. From Eric Douglas and uh, your narrator host, CJ. Info at scubaradio.com. So name, address, phone number, email us, and we'll uh, we'll pick a, a winner at random if you want a free audio book well, download. You know, Sounds Greg, perfect. they should somebody should be doing something on Facebook. There's seven people on it. Well, I know. There's like Tim three Hiss. on there, and one of them already has it. Right, right here, Tim Hess <laughs> has one. Just say hi, Tim Hess, and we'll give you a free audio book. Well, okay. Now, you, Jerry didn't have that authority. Yeah, I know. It's just like he's just giving well, stuff away like he always That's what you have been doing. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Make up your mind. Yeah. Who's drunk? Hey, you, obviously. No, not me. Not yet. Oh, okay. Well, start Far drinking. from that. All right. So anyway, I don't know. That'll be up to you guys, I guess. CJ and Eric, they're monitoring Facebook, too. If you want to give one away there, too, you can. But right. that that way we'll cover the base for people that are listening on demand. Make it easy. You know? But so info at we'll stretch Scuba Radio. On demand, they had to pay for it, Greg. Say that again, Name, Jerry? address. Yeah. On demand, they had to pay for it. 
On demand, they got to pay for what? No, yeah. no. Like pay-per-view, on demand. No, on that is, he's just talking about downloading the podcast. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Jerry no, the Diver Guy talks gibberish. Scuba radio is always free in every form. Yeah. I didn't say scuba the radio was free. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying oh on demand, God. you have to pay for. It's like pay-per-view on dish. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. If we started charging and doing like an under, uh, you know, uncensored version of scuba radio or something. Damn, Greg, you wouldn't need commercials. That is true. But for, you, the, for the one person willing to pay for it, might need medication after <laughs> uh, such a thing. Uh, but look, okay, uh, it is uh, Thanksgiving. We are celebrating accordingly. We're reflecting on our best dives from the past year. You know, we got to look ahead too. But uh, I haven't heard from uh, Captain Walt D. Martini, and so I, I think we need to at least ask well, him. If he's, you know uh, why you haven't heard from him? Look. He well, I know. Yeah, he might be thankful for what's sitting next to him right now, is well, my I'm, guess. But. I'm definitely thankful for her. But, yeah. uh, uh, no, I just like to uh, say that 34 years of diving and the hundreds of people I've met all over the world that yeah. uh, we still maintain contact with, uh, it's just a, a super way, a super well, that's group thousands of people. Of people. Wow. Correct uh, yourself. Is. Thousands possible. of people. Yeah. All right. Well, that I think that's a very good uh, sediment. Sentiment. Yeah, that's what I said. Sediment. We so, love you what's too, at the Walt. bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but what is Julio thankful for? Ah, good point. Mountain game. Mountain Lots game. of rum. He don't speak English. He don't care. It's silent well, well, partner. What Mr. Gomez think? Mr. Gomez don't speak English either. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Not uh, enough rum. Peaky penny. Only picky patting you. Okay, look. Uh, there are a couple other uh, stories I wanted to throw out there today and see if you guys would want to add this dive to your list. Um, there is yes, uh, some talk of a fish farm being developed off the coast of, uh, I believe, off of Tampa or somewhere there on the west coast of Florida in the Gulf, about 20, 20 plus miles. Maybe it be like 40. But I don't know. First off, has anybody, uh, you know, CJ or any of the squad members seen a underwater fish farm uh, in uh, before? Everybody shaking I, their head. No, not live. No, on TV. See, yes, I have. I was over in the Bahamas where they were doing a project, um, and, and they had a underwater fish farm. And and basically, what it is, it's like a it look the way to describe it. It looks like a giant globe of nets yeah. so you know it looks like a, almost like a planet underwater and the fish are in it it's round because they're they're constantly schooling around in the net and they're farming the fish so they're letting them grow up in the ocean and they you know they'll uh they i guess just feed it i don't know if they i guess they gotta feed them too but um now how big are these are these huge nets yeah, they they, get I mean, space, right? exactly. Yeah, they can be massive. Well, it's just like fishing open net in in open ocean. Greg. No, I mean, it's they, not. They it's they a take, it's no, a ball of nets. They take that same type of net and wrangle in all of these fish. Wrong. That is not it them. at all. It's a giant <laughs> ball. It's like a it's a ball. Uh, I don't understand that. Well, what, what island were you on? It was a uh, Luthra. The island in the Bahamas, Eleuthera, they had it at Cape Eleuthera. They were doing a little uh, science project of a fish farm 
uh, and they it was a, very much a small scale uh, model that they were testing out. What kind of fish? Uh, that's a good question. I don't remember. Amway fish. Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> the Amway people that own Amway, they own the island. And they were doing, uh, that's what he's referring to. But yeah, it was it was interesting because there are, I mean, a, a crap load of fish in this ball. Crappy, got it. And it might be, might have been. And, and they were swirling around in there. Uh, and, you know, they're in their own little, like, it's it, it's kind of like a captive cage fish school. You know, like you'd see like a school of fish in the open ocean, like a bait ball. Uh, it's like a caged bait ball. Does that make that that paint the picture better for you? Sort of. Yeah. The only so, downside to those things, Greg. Is, yeah. What uh, is it, Eric? Uh, you know, you know what fish do in water. Uh, the, the the water <laughs> around the net itself is a little um, polluted. That's that's the polite way. Well, of hey, it. we yeah, swim yeah. around in fish urine as scuba divers. Let's be honest. Let's just call, yeah, but that, call that, it what but it when is. it's in a concentrated bag, it's uh, it's a bit more problematic. Okay, so yeah. you want to swim uh, upstream, upstream, yeah, of uh, the current, yeah, <laughs> of the fish farm, I guess. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so there's a lot of fish poo, I guess, is what he's talking about, and that that is some of the concerns from an environmental standpoint because they're talking about doing this out in the Gulf. Where there are already high element uh, problem uh, issues of too much nutrient in the water, where you have the dead zones and stuff. Wouldn't sawfish just come in and cut the net and then just feast on all the fish? You know, I, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I don't know what ever happened to that fish farm in uh, Luther. They have a Swiss Army saw. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but uh, but but you know the thing is, it, it's you know it's similar. I guess you could look at it as you know farming for cattle on land farming for fish underwater it's the same kind of thing so you can get you know around the nutrient issue i mean i will tell you as a diver going down and diving around that thing was pretty cool i mean it was a it was basically like swimming up to a bait ball which is a an amazing experience in itself and and you got to be really lucky i think to come up on a bait ball like you see those videos uh, not to but they have the they have more water flow in that area, don't they? Where in in the Bahamas, as opposed to in it's the Gulf in the Ocean? Where, no, it's an ocean. Yeah, how much water? All the. Well, I mean, you were talking about this is going to be off the coast of Tampa. That's the Gulf, right? I don't think it has the same flow that it does out in the uh, inside on the. Hey, it's a big ocean. I don't know. It got plenty of water. I know that much. All right, more coming up. Stay close. Is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. 
Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Tarek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. I think it's important that all the children out there believe in the magic of Satan. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Santa. Typo. <laughs> Santa got a sunburn, Santa got a sunburn, that's why he's all red. He took off the suit and his big black boots and even the cap on his head. He was on vacation down in the islands, even brought his sled. Santa got a sunburn, Santa got a sunburn, that's why he's all red. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's in the studio with me. Happy Thanksgiving to you. We got the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web as well. Barry the Bugger. Uh, we got Bubble Boy. We got Cat Maldi Martini and a special guest, Taylor, hanging out at the Gomez Hilton. Jerry the Diver Guy and author extraordinaire and diving theme novelist, Eric Douglas. Uh, yeah. What was that, Barry? I was what trying to doing? whistle. Oh, to, okay. Well. You know, yeah. Uh, all Barry needs for Christmas is his two front teeth, <laughs> evidently. So, uh, all right, a fish farm uh, is being considered off the coast, the west coast of Florida. They're saying like 20 to 40 miles out, pretty far out there in the Gulf. And uh, basically, you know, setting up a little pilot project to see if this is viable. There's been some environmental issues about adding more nutrient to the water, which would be a bad scene for, like, you know, you get this dead zone out there in the Gulf that kind of filters out through the Mississippi, where it's killed everything in its path, and it kind of, you know, got algae blooms and things like that. 
So, you know, I don't know. It's supposed to be in the same area, and they're saying this could, you know, the people that are concerned about the potential fish farm are concerned that it can make things worse. Yeah, I don't know. They'll figure that out, I guess. My point is, from a diving perspective, would it be a potential new dive site that you would want to go out of your way to uh, swim up to? I mean, I'll tell you, I saw that one in Eleuthera a few years ago, and it was pretty interesting. I mean, it's just kind of a cool thing. It's like seeing a bait ball, you know, encapsulated bait ball. But, I mean, it's just a crap load of fish, a ton of Got fish. Diving in, there. in a, a circular ball of poo. Well, once again, you could stay upstream, Barry. So There is no upstream in a circle. There it is. There is indeed. Well, there's up current. Yeah. yeah. There, <laughs> there absolutely is. You could do, you could avoid that part. And and plus, I mean, you're I, swimming around in fish urine anyway. So what's what's a little fish poo? You know, I, Greg, I, my two cents. I think it'd be f- fantastic to see. But for yeah. me, it's kind of you know, I I just, just if I'm going to do that, I just soon dive in an aquarium somewhere. Well, true. Yeah. I mean, once again, I mean, uh, it wouldn't be my first choice as a dive. But would it be a new attraction? as a diver to go check out and kind of, you know, mark off the list kind of thing, or if you, you found that there was a local fish farm uh, off the coast, you know, in that part of the area, I mean, the only other places uh, are wrecks and um, they, they have very, I think they got just small ledges. They, I mean, there's not a yeah, lot to not. pick from out there in the Gulf from a diving perspective as not far as structure. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it could potentially be, an attraction. I mean, as a, from a diving perspective, I mean, they get the, those new underwater statues, you know, the military thing they put out there this past year, they're still building that and putting that out there. So they're trying to create these different types of, you know, underwater attractions. It would be something different to see. And and I think it kind of falls in that category to me. I'd go, I'd go check it out if it was accessible. It was like, Hey, we're going to do a, you know, we're going to do a wreck dive and Hey, we're going to go dive around the, uh, Fish farm, too. What do you guys say? Check out my future lunch. Right. Let's see. There's a snapper. A snapper. I want a snapper. One. Yeah. Another snapper. That, Wait, hey, that snapper. would be kind of a cool thing, though, wouldn't it? Now, yeah, think pick about your own that. lunch. Yeah, it's pick your like own dinner. Tank. Yeah. <laughs> hey, go down underwater, dive, and say, yeah, I'll tag that one. That would be kind of a fun thing to do, wouldn't it? What are you? CJ's looking at me in the studio like you're on crack. Yeah, you're on something. Yeah. Have you been sniffing crack again, Greg? No, I'd say no. I have not. I've been sniffing a lot of you know Christmas scented candles last week or so. Pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, had a little bit of that. Yep. But nope. That's it. That's about it. Nancy boy. <laughs> so, but would you? I mean, would you do a fish farm? What do you think? CJ? If I was close and it was convenient, well, uh, yeah. I mean, would you, if you had a two tank dive and that was one of the options, would you do that? I wouldn't hate it. You wouldn't hate it. Okay, and I guess it would depend on what kind of fish you're going to see too, right? You could get that specific. I mean, if it's some like boring, you know, just typical kind of you boring mean all silver the same fish. fish inside a big bubble. Well, generally, I believe they are. Yeah, I think yeah. Barry's I mean, going to be put down for a no. <laughs> I, I think Barry's just going to be put down. I'm just going to sit on the boat is. with my fishing pole, <laughs> tossing my bait over there, catching a fish while you're swimming in it. Okay, oh, all right. Allowed. Okay, so I, I guess the bottom line: everybody not a big fan of the fish farm thing. Yeah, 
doesn't eh. really appeal to you that much. It doesn't matter to me, Greg. It'd be fun to see once. Okay. You'd mark it off the list. Eric would. Yeah, uh, Jerry. Would, I'd, yeah, it'd be cool to see. But. I mean, would you go see a Jerry or no? Oh, dang straight I would. I'd okay. fill in. I mean, it doesn't matter to me as long as I'm underwater. Okay. He doesn't care what be, there it, is. It would there. be very, very it, I, I don't. I don't know. It would. It would be something to see. He wants to see the chickens and the underwater pigs, <laughs> and the at the farm, right? Unfortunately, we don't farm. have that here. Hey, hey, you could add a, a underwater farm of mermaids. Where's yeah, that goats? would be worth visiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. loser. Isn't that wiki watching? Oh, yeah. good point. There yeah, you they go. Kind of already had that. I uh, guess already, yeah. you got that. Yeah. All right. Scuba radio got banned from there. Okay. So um, another thing, uh, I mentioned this, I guess it was last week. I've uh, been digging a little deeper on this story that popped up again, unfortunately. And that is uh, there's another effort in Florida uh, on in federal waters for like the marine sanctuaries. Like, I guess, you know, outside of National Marine Sanctuary down there, Penny Camp and the keys and all that where they're talking about uh, going after shark diving again. Now, if you've been listening to the show for God knows the beginning 23 years, we've dealt with this issue so much ad nauseum. And uh, it's really irritating that they keep pointing the fingers at dive operators that do like nurse shark dives or Captain Slate, you know, does his creature feature dive every week and down in the Keys. And and the next thing you know, they, they start this, somebody gets a hair up their butt and starts saying, oh, they're, they're, they're feeding those sharks down there and creating problems for the swimmers and the snorkelers and they're going to eat somebody. You know, every time someone gets bit or something in Florida or anywhere for that matter, it doesn't even have to be Florida, they'll blame it on a dive operator that's uh, feeding nurse sharks or some other species that has nothing to do with the shark attack. I'll explain what's going on with the Florida Wildlife Commission next. It's unfortunately something we may have to address. Stay close. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's in the studio with me. Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad connected via the web. Barry the Bugger, Bubble Boy, Captain Walty Martini, Jerry the Diver Guy, Eric Douglas. And, uh, you know, we, we've been, uh, unfortunately, dealt this crazy hand again. I, I don't know why it keeps coming back. We dealt with this back in the year 2000 in the summer of the shark with uh, shark diving and when little Jesse Ar- Arbogast got his arm bit off, and God knows it was a terrible tragedy, but the finger-pointing at dive operators doing shark dives started uh, not because of that. It really started with a scuffle between 
a dive operator in South Florida, and some spear fishermen, spear fishers. And they basically went to the guy. This is what really happened. They went to the dive operator and say, hey, if you don't start uh, or, or backing off a plan to do an MPA, a marine protected area where they can't spearfish it, we're going to come after your shark dive operation and say, you are the reason that people are getting bit by sharks. That's what really happened. And uh, and, and speaking that, of blackmail, yeah, it was it was abso- absolutely what happened. That was really what happened behind the scenes. Now, in the public, all they heard was dive operators feeding sharks. Oh yeah, that's terrible. And lo and behold, we got put on our heels as an industry in the dive industry. And uh, next thing you know, they start passing all these rules, and it was just a political nightmare and a public relations mess that the dive industry and uh you know had to kind of get behind we were behind it here at scuba radio but i gotta tell you going to those political meetings and public comment things it was a nightmare uh, because these people that were making the rules had no idea what they were talking about didn't understand you know that these dive operators are feeding a totally different species of shark that was being accused of biting people uh it was just a big mess i'll explain how it worked out, and why we are dealing with it again so many years later. That's coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. Tinkle, 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 it's a song all divers sing. I am old Chris Crinkle, I'm the king of tinkling. Tinkle, tinkle, divers, in our wetsuits we will go. Then give your buddy high-fivers with scuba radio. Ho, ho, now you must believe that it's my pet peeve when some divers deny. They should just quit saying they hold it. We all know that's a lie. Mom! Tinkle, 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 in our wetsuits we will go. Take it from Chris Crinkle on Scuba Radio. I'm home. On Scuba Radio. Now, ho, ho. this won't hurt a bit. Oh, it will. It's going to hurt a lot. It's going to leave a nasty mark. Did I hear that right? Is it Chris Crinkle? Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny, CJ? Oh, anything for a rhyme. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, Chris Crinkle. A Scuba Radio Christmas classic. It really is. Yeah. Uh, it warms the, the cockles of my heart. From our Christmas crap extravaganza event that has officially kicked off uh, now. Up you and yours. Yes. <laughs> Wait, that's not right. <laughs> no, I think that's a, you nailed it. I think you got our slogan. What is it again? Up you and yours. <laughs> oh, boy. Season's beating. And here I was trying to be serious, talking about shark dives and stuff. Well, you and had to play the Chris Crinkle. Yeah, song. well, see, that's the beauty of the holidays. It kind of always brings you back down. That's going to be stuck in my head now all week. Yeah. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Yeah, that's that's really it, what it's you all You sprinkle on. when you tinkle. What? Excuse me? 
That sounds what? like a personal a problem, Barry. <laughs> Don't uh, improvise. Barry. Don't improvise. Barry the bugger. Okay. Okay. We apologized in advance, so we're good. We're we're still covered. Uh, but just let me finish up on this deal with the uh, Florida Wildlife Commission on the shark diving thing. It's again gotten brought up again. I don't know what triggered the commission to address this uh, uh, issue, and it you know obviously there's probably some council member or somebody went to them like, hey, you know these dive operators are feeding sharks. We can't allow that. That's terrible. They're going to cause people get bit. What's what uh, commission? Florida Wildlife Commission. Oh. So they're the ones who set the rules for, you know, marine uh, issues and Big things dogs. in Florida. Yeah. But they, they're appointed to these positions. And, and you know, it's been a long time since I've went and found out who's on the commission, that kind of thing. But I can tell you that most of the time, the the ones that are appointed to these positions really don't know what the heck they're talking about. I mean, they try to make, you know, Shocking. you know, they, they try to make... Uh, you know, informed decisions. I mean, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but in, you know, it's like when you, when you're a non-diver and you're trying to explain to a diver like how to do what you do. I mean, that's it's crazy. I mean, they, you, you know, if you don't know what it's like, or if you've never been on a shark dive, yeah, or you've never experienced that activity. I mean, divers go out of their way to dive with sharks, and people that don't dive don't understand that. Everybody can relate to what I'm saying right now as part of the squad, right? They're yes, all sir. raising their hand, yeah. Absolutely. And yep. divers uh, understand this. I mean, it's just something you learn when you get in that uh, sharks are way more afraid of us than we are of them. And the only way to get close to them most of the time is they kind of have to be baited in. All that stuff that you see on Discovery Channel, the Shark Week, and all that stuff, you know, that's usually after quite a bit of time where they've thrown fish around in the water or chum yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, when you're doing a normal dive, man, it's, it's getting rarer and rarer. Right. Yeah. And, and you it's, know, the thing is... Like that megalodon thing. Well, right, they, right. They, they those yeah, megalodon. they got to really work it hard and, and make that, uh, you know, get the, the animal's attention to get them to come in for, for uh, filming and stuff like that. But here's the kicker. You know, chumming for sharks is uh, something that's been accepted in the fishing world for years and, and still is. And the kicker on this latest effort would still, you know, exempt fishermen from chumming for sharks. So here, here's the deal. They're, they're throwing it out there again that they don't want to allow dive operators to chum for sharks to take pictures of them, but fishermen can chum all they want if as long as they're going to kill them and take them out of the system, out of the ecosystem. Now, so you now can chum I'm, to kill them, but you can't chum to take pictures of them. Now I'm pissed. Yeah. That's always been the problem with this argument. It's like, look, you're going to allow, if, if you're going to say you can't chum at all for fishing and for this, well, at least you have a little bit of a leg to stand on. At least be consistent. Yeah, but but what their argument is is that it changes the behavior of the animals and that kind of thing. And that has been so discredited if you really dig into the information that's available uh, of all the shark dives around the world that have taken place. You know, if, if it was true that you were changing the behavior of the animals to the point that it was affecting them to associate humans with food, for instance. That's the argument you hear, like, oh, they don't feed bears and stuff. You know, it's a, it's not uh, uh, the same comparison. 
It really isn't. Yeah, and fish, we have proof. Fish don't eat honey. Well, we have proof because uh, these dives have been going on for years and years, and these shark dive areas are not shark attack hotspots. If it was true that that was changing the shark's behavior where they were starting to say, well, hey, look, uh, you know, uh, they've been feeding sharks here for years, and every time someone goes through there, they get eaten, then you'd have an argument. That hasn't happened. Exactly the opposite has happened. Well, and Craig, the data is there to show that. You're using logic. That's right. The problem. That's problem. That is the problem. Yeah, you're, you're thinking, because it, it turns into a political, you know, public perception problem. Uh, Bubble Boy, what say you? I don't know. You have something? Or I no? don't think that scuba divers are ever really in the immediate area where people are like, sunbathing and in the ocean on the beach correct the dives are away from people too but but once again even if you were unsuspectingly swimming through an area uh you know where where there's that's going on there's this argument that it increases you know uh the uh, problem and you know there's some certain precautions you can put in place and you and maybe you could set up some buffer zones like you know you wouldn't do a shark dive like you said Right off the beach, where people no, are swimming, it's done a mile out. No one's swimming all. Well, the way true, out. but but what what? Where do they chum for fishing? Right off the pier, right by thing. where they yeah. swim. That's yep. where you, if you're going to cr- blame anybody, uh, that's where all, the chumming is taking place. All of this pier fishing, and it says right there around it, do not yeah. swim. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and the boats that are that are that are out there fishing can come all the way up to the swim buoys where the dive boats don't. Right. So if anyone is going to get closer to swimming people are those fishing boats. Yeah. No, exactly. it's the fishers on the beach. They stick their pole in well, the there's sand, that too. and then they throw yeah. buckets of chum out there. Like, right, how about right, them? Right. That's perfectly okay. It's, it's perfectly it okay. You're going to fish for them and stuff. But yeah, let's point the finger at these dive operators that are miles offshore. So you're saying the and, government uh, does dumb stuff. Right. The okay. government never does do. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, you know, I, it, it stinks because, you know, we've dealt with this so many times over the years. And it's always this constant educational battle that you have to try to, you know, get them to, to look at real research. Because it, it's out there now. I mean, uh, Neil Hammerslig or something, I think that's how he says his name. He's a shark expert down there in Miami that a lot of people rely on in the industry and and uh and and actually he's been on shark week quite a bit too um they they have a study that shows that you know not only is there a huge benefit for sharks because of the uh environmental awareness that shark dives create because it changes your perception of how they react when they see you underwater there's that benefit from that standpoint but also it shows that it doesn't change their eating patterns or their behaviors. You know, that's one of the arguments like, well, if you feed them, there's no reason for them to go out and forage for their own and then they'll stay around and then somebody will swim around and they'll eat them instead. Mm, you know, it's just nonsense. No. And, you know, because you, you couldn't feed a shark enough on a shark dive if you wanted for them to sustain their life. That's why, you know, the thing like in the Bahamas where they have the tiger shark uh, dives with uh, Neil Watson and uh, yeah. Junior and stuff. I mean, they come in seasonally. So right now we're in hammerhead season, but they don't stay there year round. They come in there for a few weeks, enjoy the weather, and hey, oh, hey, you get a free snack here from Neil. Sweet. I'll take it. And they get a picture taken, and then they move on in a few months and then come back around. So it comes up to be a cyclical thing. But they they couldn't feed these animals enough 
to sustain them anyway. So all the nonsense about it changing their behavior and all this BS just creates a big cloud of misinformation to the general public that on the surface they're like, oh, feeding sharks near people or no, you don't want to mix that. Oh, yeah, stop it. Can't let that happen. And then all of a sudden we lose a, a huge environmental tool to educate people about the truth about sharks and how they are uh, valuable to the ecosystem and how we have to keep learning more about them. It's a very good educational tool. And it's awesome. It's an awesome experience to boot, right? Absolutely. There you go. More coming up. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master is all towel down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out and the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving, flying, and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving, flying, and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy. And this is why I wanted to tell you about Nanook Professional Protective Cases. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. From their high-impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook cases generally cost less than similar products currently on the market. From an iPhone to a full set of dive gear, whatever you need to shield from the elements, Nanook Professional Protective Cases has the size, shape, and color for you. Go to Nanook.com. That's N-A-N-U-K.com for Nanook Professional Protective Cases. The evolution of protection. Hey, baby, what's going down? Later, nerd. Are you lacking with the ladies? Nope. Enhance your scuba superpowers with a new scuba radio hat. Wow, nice hat. Just picked it up at scubaradio.com. Buy two scuba radio hats and get free shipping. Need a dive, buddy, sexy? Always, and I got a scuba radio hat for you, too. (sighs) New scuba radio hats are now available at scubaradio.com. So cool. Order yours today or stay a loser. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Feliz Navidad. That means Merry Christmas in Spanish. Say it. Feliz Navidad. 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 Prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas from the bottom of 
Navi Bla. This Feliz is Navi Bla to you, the my world's friend. first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. That's why an oldie but a goodie, isn't it? Amigo, Feliz Navi Bla. Yeah. So, uh, look, you know, this shark diving thing is something we got to deal with every few years. Florida Wildlife Commission is uh, addressing it, I guess. They're taking public comment. If you want to reach out to them, if you're in Florida, especially as a diver, you can send them an email by going to the Florida Wildlife Commission website. And uh, I think you can just email comments. Camwell Martini, what say you? What do you think? Greg, didn't we go to a meeting in Central Florida one time years ago? Years uh, ago, yes. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we dealt with this. And you thought we were over this nonsense. Right. But it keeps getting brought up by some wackadoo who, uh, you know, oh, decides. Oh, oh, language. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it just, it, it's unfortunate. It's, uh, but it's unfortunately a uh, public ignorance type of thing that they don't really understand that shark diving has a huge uh you know there's a way more benefits to it than than are uh you know negative things and it doesn't attribute you know doesn't lend itself to uh tax it doesn't lend itself to changing behaviors and stuff and the the good things that shark diving does as far as changing people's perception of sharks is there's no other tool like it in the eco world i think as far as changing people's view of sharks and once you do see them in that that uh that mode that you know hey look they're not going to eat me i can swim right next to them and and, you know you you still respect them but you see them in a different light and it has a tendency to change people's views to the point that like hey we got to protect these animals look how beautiful how majestic they are you know they're uh, pretty uh, pretty amazing things, and and they're obviously key to uh, keeping the oceans clean and uh, stuff like that. So uh, there's there's way more benefits to shark diving than there are negatives by far, and it's just by irritating. Far. Yeah, that you have to deal with this as a dive industry. We have to kind of step up every once in a while and fight against this nonsense because once again. You know they 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 forget about fishing. Like you know, you you can chum till your till your heart's content if you're gonna you know kill the shark and eat it or do whatever else that you want to do to it. But God forbid you want to take a picture of it. Yeah. You know, oh no, you can't do that. That's that's blasphemy. You know that's just it's just nonsense is what it is. So you know we'll uh, monitor it accordingly. See if we got to rally the troops. Hopefully they'll hear from enough diving. Uh, folks there at the Florida Wildlife Commission that they'll back off this effort because it's just not necessary. It's just bureaucrats it's, doing crap. It's a bunch of pit, pencil pushing bureaucrats behind the lens of everything. Yeah, that's right. It'll screw it up for all of us. So anyway, uh, I didn't expect to hap- have this happen on the crap extravaganza show where I got so riled up, but I guess I need uh, I need a Christmas cookie. You need a drink. Yeah. Need some eggnog. Maybe eggnog, spiked eggnog, eggnog might do the trick. With Southern Comfort. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I, I'm still thankful, uh, despite the fact we got to do these battles every now and then. I'm thankful for being a diver. How about that? You know, because we are a very special group of folks. And emphasis on special when I look at the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad. Yeah, well, you know, Barry what? had to ride the short. Hush up there, boy. <laughs> It's okay. He, he, he's he, he's he, fond he, of his he, short bust he, memory. Yeah, yeah. 
Right, he wants to go you. to Hawaii. Yay! Barry, it's fine. I want to go to school. Oh, I want to go to school. Barry, I want to go to Walt Disney World. Barry, they attack. Right. That wasn't they Barry. Att- they was- attack that which they don't understand. That's true. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Who understands Barry anyway? I'm not worried about Mountain Boy. Uh, here we well, go. We, oh, here we, we go. Jerry and Barry here. show. Here we go. We need Britney here. <laughs> Cue the uh, banjos there, Greg. Uh, okay. Is that your... Uh, your That's your- for Jerry. That's his love song. All right, so you want to serenade him now, do you, Barry? Oh, Cue the banjos for him. Yeah, all this 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 uh, ag- antagonistic uh, chatter between Barry and Jerry, you know it's just a front. It's a sexual tension. Exactly. That's sex. what I'm picking palpable. up. Damn you, wow. CJ. He walks around in a cup, so what do you want? Well, only you would well, know. I have to protect my a Dixie cup. Hey, hey. Dixie. <laughs> wow. Hey, if they fit. <laughs> oh my god what happened my taylor, little buttercup would you like the sweetest smile. yeah thank goodness we got taylor just to look on and go god these, these people blushing. are sick <laughs> yeah well it's all good it's the holidays we're in holiday mode we can get away with this right i think she tuned out about 45 minutes ago well of course wouldn't you no way she's in she's into this conversation is she <laughs> wearing the headset oh, okay yeah. I've always said that people listening to our show, uh, they hear these characters and they think, gosh, I thought I was nuts. They just glaze over. It just makes them feel better about themselves. It makes you listening right now like, I'm way smarter. Well, one, one thing, Greg. Better before, looking. Before we go, for everyone that lives oh, well, up look north. Oh, look at that. We're out of time. Yeah. The hey, oceans oh. are about 80 degrees right now and the water's flat in Fort Lauderdale. New Let's go diving. I'm thankful right. for that. Absolutely. News All right. Crazy well, look, we got a whole season of crazy Christmas songs to share. And, no. Uh, yeah, they, they're coming at you whether you want no. them or not. Sorry, that's just what we do. And uh, so stick around. Join us uh, next time, and we'll uh, do it again. Till then, remember, it's always better. Where, gang? What do you think? Down, Down where it's weather. Safe diving, everyone. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.